Pet the Juice Podcast, Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. We just witnessed the 13-seeded Ohio State Buckeyes advancing to the semifinals with a win over Michigan State. Connor, in your face. How is your in feeling? In your face. It is still in up. your face. I can't remember what the original odds were when we talked about it. I cannot remember whatsoever, and of course, I didn't bet it because some friend... I wouldn't have bet it. You still got to win two games. No, and I mean, obviously, we have Purdue next, and like you and I were talking about, I don't think we have an official line on it just yet, but you... You and me pro- predicted that it would probably end up being like seven and a half. But of course, I'm going to have a play on Moneyline, but that's just me. Yep. The Ohio State Buckeyes do it without Bryce Sensible, too. I don't know how. Unfortunately for you, you missed the freaking line on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, took some, bet the money line at four and a half. And then as I'm. Uh, as I'm te- texting you to see about coming over after I got off of work because, like a normal American, I actually went into work and didn't have the weekend off well, to watch co- conference championships because I also have no life. Um, but, yeah, I was texting you, and then you informed me, oh, Bryce is out. Oh, the line's up to seven and a half. Yeah, I was trying to Fuck. actually bet it, the, or bet it the other way. So, on a neutral, has a metrics, has it about a seven. So, Around there, uh, seven yeah. and a half is probably yeah. going to be the number. I'm going to have a play on money line. I'd be interested to also see where that line goes to. But with conference tournaments in full effect here, we'll probably just do – the best way I think to do this is to kind of give a recap and then preview at the same time per conference. Yeah, yeah. let's just go conference by conference like we always do. Real quick, though, update on the tickets punch here. So we already did Southern or uh, Southeastern Miss or Missouri, UNC Ash, Drake, Kennesaw State, Louisiana punched their tickets since we last talked. Furman did, Charleston did. Thank God Charleston did because I don't want to spend have to spend a goddamn week talking if a 30 win team is deserving of an at large bid because that would have been literally probably the biggest topic for bubble for the next week. Yeah. Luckily they take care of business there and Northern Kentucky wins. Fairleigh Dickinson did not win. But they're still in. Punch your ticket. And then, thank God, Oral Roberts. Same thing as Charleston. Our boys. Blew the fuck out of North Dakota State. There was no, no nerves, no nothing. With all the pressure on them, I think they were 20-0 in the Summit League. They did not care. They were just Yeah, like the back. only game that was actually like a little bit of a stretch, wasn't it the Western Illinois game or? St. Thomas. Oh, yeah. St. Same Thomas. colors. Yeah. But yes. But no, at one point, like down nine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that was early and then blew out the competition the rest of the way. So, we'll start with the Big 12 here. Yesterday, Kansas, big win over West Virginia, advancing to the semifinals. West Virginia kept it close, but eventually ended up getting blown out 78-61. to 61. Yeah. Um, I don't know what time this game was. Was this an early game that I watched? Because I've watched all the games. So, I, I, there's some of these I know you don't have eyes on. Uh, I think it was like mid day game okay i want to say it was like 5 30 a little bit of kansas playing with their food a little bit but i don't think the jayhawks were ever in trouble i mean we kind of saw this when west virginia played kansas at uh or at kansas and it was still close game you saw it with the spread i know it was at three and a half and then it went up to four and a half but still this west virginia team has a lot of fight, especially watching how their first game, first round game went, where they just dominated the hell out of Texas Tech. But yeah, I mean, 
second round kind of in the Big 12, like, blowouts. I mean, you had Texas also dominate Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. West Virginia is looking probably at around a 9-10 to seed, but they are Not going to doubt this team. Yeah, they are firmly, firmly in the tournament. Mm -hmm. One of the better games that ended up kind of turning into a blowout was TCU-Kansas State. That was close the entire way until about midway through the second quarter. And then everything started to fall for TCU. And then when Noel and Keontae Johnson aren't hitting for Kansas State, they're in trouble. Yeah, uh, I watched this game before I went, like, I think it was a little bit after halftime was when I actually fell asleep. But, yeah, Noel, I think he had uh, five points in that first half, something like that. Yeah, I don't think he finished very well either. No. Unfortunately. But also, a lot lot of the other guys were making plays like Desi had some phenomenal blocks in that game, just slamming them off the backboard. I think he had four blocks in that first half. I don't know what he ended up finishing with, but yeah. The one thing that I do like for Kansas State, there was never any worry about them making it into the tournament. They're firmly in there probably, I don't know, where's their seating? It's going to be about a four now. Fuck. Yeah, it's Um, It, But still, the good thing about losing early is now you get all that time to rest. 100%. I will definitely, if this bracketology how it is, I would definitely have them losing the first game. The weird thing about like conference championship, if you're a team that's already in, you either want to lose early or win the whole damn thing. If your seed is not... Like, they could have gotten a 2C if they went all the way. That's yeah, the only but, thing. Yeah, I, I get that. But still, like, I think with this Kansas State team, they are not concerned about the, who they have to play. They have all the confidence in the world. Jerome Tang, like, watching some of the stuff before the game where they had him kind of mic'd up and how he's got this team going. Like, ma- making all the players do push-ups when a mistake's made. Like, all this stuff, like, Tang's got this team going. Yeah, I, I agree. The only thing I would say is there's a giant difference between a three and a four. No, year. I like do. Like, the 13 seeds this year, when you're going to have Yale, like, potentially Yale, Iona, Toledo, and Utah Valley or Sam Houston State. Like, those, I would definitely rather be playing Vermont and Louisiana. No, I I 100% agree with what you said, but also the added rest that you get. That is true. Like, I, Especially I, when you I only still have two have, guys that are carrying, doing most of the work. Yeah, I still have the. I'm ready to ride this team all the way to the final four. Yeah, but if they play Toledo like they have a first round here, I would definitely have Toledo with the upset there. Um, Fuck you. Texas takes care of Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's probably going to need some help. They are currently on the first four out. I yeah. probably do not unfortunately see them. Yeah, you're going to be uh, Oklahoma State fans are going to be huge USC fans tonight. Yes, that cuz Arizona State's the last four in. You got to mm. be rooting against Clemson. They're on the outside looking in. Vanderbilt's still alive. Oregon's right there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in, apparently Iowa State just dominates Baylor. Yeah, uh, well also I I'm pissed at myself for not seeing the stat how I think in the last 5 games in the Big 12 championship or tournament, Iowa State has beaten Baylor. I, I like I forget exactly what the 
stat was, but more times than not, when ba- when Iowa State plays Baylor in recent history in the Big Twelve ch- tournament, Iowa State wins. And okay. I don't I don't know what the fuck it is. Of course, this is coming off of me saying they are the most the team that I have no idea about, and they still keep giving me. I don't know what to think about this fucking team. No, they can end up fucking winning the whole Big Twelve tournament. And I, I do, don't understand why. I'm not sure either. But moving on till today here. God, the times are always screwed up because this has the West Coast times on here. But 7 o'clock here. Iowa State takes on Kansas. Line sits around 4.5. Again, I don't know what Iowa State team I'm going to get. But if I just look at this team from an outside perspective, I think Kansas is clearly the better team. And my guess would be I would have Kansas advancing. Yeah, when it comes I'm, to the I'm number, I probably would stay away from that. Staying the fuck away, unless I can get like Kansas paired with another money line to try to get it back to around even this odds. Would have to be a live spot if Iowa State. That's a good point. If Iowa State comes out like guns blazing, then it, then I'd have a play on their money line. But if they come out a little bit flat. You're gonna have a play on Kansas. TCU versus uh, battle in Texas here. TCU and Texas. The line sits at Texas minus two and a half. My first thought would be: looks to me like TCU might just be a team that's like destined to win the Big Twelve tournament. I don't know why. I don't know why I get those vibes, but I do. I mean, dude. Ever since Miles has been back, they've just been hitting their stride. Like I was talking to Tom at work about it. Like Kansas State was the three seed in this matchup, but easily if Miles doesn't get hurt for TCU this season, the matchup could have been flipped where Kansas State was the six and TCU was the three. And we're starting to see the true potential of this team since Miles has been back. 100%. I, for me, I don't have a play on either, either side of this. I would honestly just be on TCU Moneyline. But TCU would be my lean if I'm going to do that as well. Exactly. Granted, we've doubted Texas a lot, and Texas, for some reason, continues to. Yeah, I, I like the another like stay away game. But yeah, Rutgers virtually punched their ticket into the big dance, knocking off Michigan 62 to 50, and Michigan's and f- dead. Firmly kicked their ass out. Yeah, that's, thank you, God. I think. Michigan led at half 28-25, and in the second half, at one point, they were like 1-for-13 from the field. I, like The fact that they <laughs> lost to Rutgers in the first round with the added bonus of Ohio State keeps fucking winning for some reason just makes it even better. Like, yeah. what if what if Ohio State makes it into the tournament and Michigan didn't? They would be, yeah, form, firmly as a 12th seed. And they're, I mean, they're only two wins away. Yesterday, Ohio State took care of Iowa, and then obviously today... Just knocked off Michigan State with a date with Purdue. I don't know how it's happening. Tomorrow, awesome basketball game. I don't know if you got eyes on it because it was a little bit later. Penn State takes down Illinois 79-76. Absolute battle. Fucking awesome basketball game. Hell of a game. And if Illinois could have got literally anything out of Matthew Meyer in the second half, he was scoreless in the second half. Like, they should have been right there. But Jalen Pickett just literally makes every play when he has to do it. He is fucking amazing. And... It's unfortunate that he's probably not going to be a first-team All-American because there is a lot of talent, but he he honestly like should be. I mean, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 8, eight assists. Great. Come man. a long way from being the MAAC Player of the Year at Siena. Like, 
he definitely took advantage of his fifth year and Penn State's definitely going dancing. Yeah, I mean, I I think this win definitely confirmed Penn State in. Yeah, I think he has them now as the last four buys, so they should be firmly, firmly, unless all hell breaks loose. Yeah, which, I mean. Like Ohio State's <laughs> winning the tournament. Bid stealer. Oregon's winning Ohio the tournament. Ohio State wins the Big Ten and kicks Penn State out. <laughs> yeah, they're, they'd have, probably have to be three or four to keep them out. I think they're pretty firmly in, which is awesome, which they get a date today. With Northwestern, last I looked, it was Northwestern minus two. I thought uh, I saw at one and a half. It's it's low, and yeah. honestly, like I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm fuck Northwestern. I'm Penn State's on, winning this. We're basketball. both on Penn State. I took their money line. I mean, it's not much plus value, but still, I, I there's something about this Penn State team with their back against the wall. Yeah, I mean, you have literally everybody out there that can shoot. Cam Winter's actually been playing really good. He's been able to dominate the post. But again, very similar to a Texas team. Northwestern's a team that I just can't wrap my mind around being good, and I keep doubting them. But as of late, they seem to kind of fallen off a little bit. Dropping two of their last three games in the regular season, I think this is a spot where Penn State gets it done, and the athleticism difference that Penn State has should come out here. Even though Northwestern's basically been able to play home road, doesn't really matter. I mean, they are technically home team. They are technically home state, yes. But that's just something in my gut. My gut tells me bet bet Penn State tonight, and I think that's what I'm going to do. Another low spread here. Maryland, Indiana. Now, Maryland away from College Park. The spread is only two. So I think that's just an autoplay. I think Maryland's good, but I think that is an autoplay. Yeah, I took uh, Indiana minus two. Easy. Yeah, I I think that as well. I think TJD has his way with Dante Scott down low. Um, the only thing that worries me is if Jamar Young goes off. He's the best guard in this game. Huchifino's right there, but if Jameer Young goes off, yeah, Maryland plus will if be like Huchifino doesn't have the best game, you get a little bit worried, but. Still, I just think I just think this Indiana team's far more superior than Maryland. In the semis, Saturday, Ohio State takes on Purdue. I'll open the floor to you and just kind of let you talk, and I'll give you my analysis of it. I honestly don't know what the fuck to say. I don't. I wasn't prepared to be speaking on this team. No, continued. I wouldn't have been either. <laughs> I, was, I don't like. You, we lost Zed Key before the tournament. We lose Bryce before this game. Like, I don't know what the hell it is. This team just has pulled it together. You've had Gale being an absolute dog at times. You've had uh, Okpara be phenomenal as a center. Bruce Thornton just keeps getting better game in and game out. I don't know how we're doing it. I'd love it if, if we knew Bryce was playing. I know it was knee soreness. They banged somebody in the Iowa game, but man, I love it. Bryce could be out there, but I'm not going to doubt my team anymore. I'm no, not. I wouldn't either. I think this <coughs> Ohio State team was clearly talented and just did not live up to expectations. I think but after they that, have dudes everywhere. Yeah, this team should have been a tournament team. They exactly. Just, they lost 14 of the 15 down the stretch, and for some reason, just something wasn't clicking. They're a good basketball team. This team, like, uh, like. I was talking to you about it before when this game against Purdue was at Ohio State. Zed Key got knocked out early. 
Obviously, we did have Bryce, but man, that came down to the end. And obviously, controversial call at the end of the game, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, you were in that game. Why why can't we be in this game? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to win, but the way Justice Sewing's been playing, like he should have been playing all year, like I give them a puncher's chance. Yes. My heart would say, take betting out of it, Purdue's going to win the game, but I would not shock me if we see Sunday come around Ohio State's literally a game away from making the NCAA tournament. Would not shock me. As crazy as to say. I don't know. I, I don't know if I am prepared for that. To the Big East. Marquette pulls out a squeaker over St. John's. St. John's gave them everything they had to handle. Tyler Kolick finished with 19, 9, and 6, and he played like shit. I watched this entire <laughs> yeah, game. Yes, yeah. And he played awful. Like, he fin- what was he even field at one point? Oh, uh, I lost it there. He finished 16 of 18, but there was a point where he was like 3 of 15. Like, he made his last couple ones down the stretch. Really didn't give the ball to anybody. Camp Jones had a terrible shooting day. He was 3 for 13 from deep. But, luckily, because somebody that has a Marquette ticket to win the Big East tournament, they come through at the end. And, and St. John's run. And also, they fired their coach today. And there's one man that has emerged as a possible favorite. I don't know. People have been saying it's not going to happen. He's going to be a candidate. I can tell you that right now. Now, if he, but I thought he was supposed to be getting Georgetown. That's the other one. It's gonna be one of those Big East schools, and it's, he's gonna have. I, but his then pick. somebody I listened to, listening to Titus's podcast, Big East guy, said he thinks that Patino goes down to Florida. I don't know which one. He said like USF or UCF. He's not taking the USF job. Uh, Absolutely not. And when St. John's and Georgetown are offering you a job, you're not taking the USF job. Yeah, I get it, but. We'll see. We're still way. Yeah, away we still from have that. a tournament here, but that's that's ludicrous to even say that. Uh, just to let you know, uh, I think last no, time I saw, they're down three. Yeah, we're down three with eight minutes left. That is the Missouri Tennessee game that's going on right now. UConn is beating the. All we need is Mizzou to get over sixty because I know Tennessee has like a very good. <laughs> Can't win. Well, no, they have. I think they're like twenty and zero. When oh, the game is under. under six, or they hold the opponent under 60. Okay. So all we need is Mizzou to get five more points Five more points with eight minutes left, and we're good. Should be, at least. Providence, UConn. UConn jumped out to a 35-19 game. Providence Dominated. Dominated. storms back and made it interesting at the end. Nah. But on it, ultimately, you didn't watch it. I was watching it. Nah. UConn wins 73-66. Dominated. Providence worries me a lot. Come March, they're going to be on upset alert, and UConn's starting to look like the UConn team we saw back See, in December. What Providence needs is some sort of matchup where in the first round they're underdog, so that they at least get the first round win. Yeah, I think right now they're probably looking at a ten seed, so they would probably be the underdog. As of right now, they have fuck. <laughs> I'd have won the first. They're playing Northwestern. Oh god, seven ten matchup. Oh god. In the second round games, it would be against Arizona, which is another spot where I don't. Completely hate that. Oh God, I'm not prepared for it. Xavier literally had got everything they could handle from DePaul. Unfortunately, DePaul ends up falling short. Xavier yeah. goes on like a 15 to three run to end the game and gets an 89 84 victory. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is up with this DePaul team, but man, they, there were times where they were big underdogs and just live dogs, like. God yeah, damn. they Gibson went off, and he just wasn't enough. I mean, this DePaul team is just not talented enough. They play no. hard. No, they did. They did. 
Creighton ends the dream for a lot of Villanova fans that they could win. Kind of emphatic fashion. Their, yeah, their conference tournament. Creighton just took care of business. I mean, um, Kalkbrenner had 21. Shireman had 12 and 12 and nine assists. Almost had a triple-double. Nemhard went off, too. This was never a game. Vin- Villanova got an NIT shot. Yeah, they'll be in the NIT, more than likely. If they accept the invitation, because they would be a fun team to bet on. In yeah, the NIT. it's when you get some of those like blue bloods. It's a lot of the times like when Duke didn't make it a few years ago, they didn't play because for oh yeah for Pride. Villanova though it makes more sense for them to play Duke. It didn't make especially any sense. with the new head coach yeah. coming off one of the greatest coaches of possibly all, all time. time. Well, yeah. like the Duke team, like why were they playing in it? Because you usually want to play your young guys. Nobody on that team was back. Like, everybody's yeah. going to the pro. It didn't make any sense. Same thing when Kentucky missed it. But tonight, we have UConn and Marquette, which is the better of the two games, in my opinion. Man, it, I, it sucks I got to work tomorrow because some of these games... Well, this one's at 7.30. You yeah. can catch some of this one. I'll be, yeah, I'll watch it before I pass out. Yeah. Um, UConn opens up as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. It seems like the right side of this would be UConn, the way they've been playing lately. Marquette struggled a little bit, but again, this Shaka line Smart. Keeps climbing. Shaka Smart is an underdog. Always, always scares me. And crazy enough, as talented as UConn is, Marquette's still going to have the best player on the floor at all times in Tyler Kolick. And maybe you can make his men's with what happened on what happened yesterday morning. <coughs> but I think ultimately, if you just throw that line at me real quick, bang, bang, I would take UConn the points there in the four and a half. I don't know about you, but I'm staying away. Honestly, if I had a lean, I'd take Marquette in points. I think they could keep it close, but also I'm too afraid to touch it because what if Marquette or I mean UConn just comes out guns a blazing like they have these last couple weeks. Yeah. And ultimately if you if you ask me who the best team is when they play like full throttle, I'm taking UConn. I think UConn's the best team in the country when everything's clicking right. Granted, yes. you're just not gonna get it all the time. No, no, that's the problem with UConn, and that's why, like, I know Marquette had the scare against St. John's, but throughout the whole season, Marquette's been the same. They've been a solid team, game in, game out. Yes, you've had a couple of rough games against tougher opponents, but still, this UConn team has had that stretch where they they made me cash out of my championship future. Obviously, don't do that. Let their fu- let them ride. But- yes. Um, now I know we think a lot of, alike on a lot of things here, but try this to talk was me unanimous. Out of this. I think Creighton literally mops the floor with Xavier. I think there. The I think there is a very good chance of that. Like Xavier just did not look that good, man. Like I watched because I had Xavier money line. And watch the tail end of it, and they had to fight for everything to get like to get the lead because they were down. I don't know how much in that second half, but and what did we see last time these teams played too? Yeah. Creighton literally mopped the floor with them. Yeah, and in literally every single position, maybe outside of point guard, I think Creighton has the edge. And what? What? How many times has McDermott in the last couple of years made it to the championship? He's made. They've made it there like four or five times, but they still have not won it. Exactly. And that's why like, I think this is the year. And all, exactly. I think this is the year for them because this is the like we talked about. This was the easier path. You wanted Marquette and UConn to play each other. 
let those two beat the fuck out of each other and have hopefully an easy game against Xavier to the championship. Not to mention this is also <laughs> Greg McDermott's best team as well mm-hmm. that he's ever coached. To the SEC here coming uh, up Thursday. Just to let you know. I got it pulled up. Well, no, uh, your other game, UAB, only up six with a minute. Oh, I don't have that. I just want you. We'll talk about that when we get to the end okay. of it, but that's the sum for Cusa. I'm just trying to be a good yeah. friend. No, I don't have money on that one or anything. Um, yesterday, the SEC, most of the games were actually pretty damn boring. I don't know about you. I was so shocked that at what the banner belt line was. I just kept hitting it, like hitting uh, wait, it, hitting it, and hitting it. I can't remember. It what... was four and a half. Oh, yeah. And literally every single parlay that I had, I had Vanderbilt in that. LSU came back and kind of made the game close, but besides that, there really wasn't much to it. Arkansas got a big win over Auburn. Auburn played with fire down the stretch, but I think they're probably still going to be in. They're probably going to be a 10 seed. I think that's a dead team walking, though. I don't. There's nothing about the Auburn Tigers that excites me one bit. Yeah, I was on Arkansas minus one and a half. And, like, I stopped paying attention to it because I saw at one point in the second half they were up 10. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. And then end up checking again. Oh, they only won by three. Oh, fuck. But still, like, this is why Arkansas was that team that I picked to be, like, the sleeper to win it all. Mm-hmm. Or win the SEC championship or tournament. God damn, I can't speak today. I just thought they were the like so much the better team against Auburn. Like aside from where their ranking in the tournament was, I know they were the lower seed. They were ten, and Auburn was a seven. Arkansas is the more talented team. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I well, we'll get to that later. Earlier today, Alabama beat the crap out of Mississippi State. This team but is so good. After halftime, then like Mississippi State kind of get a little. Made bit a little run, cut it to round eight. Okay, I was only like I'm sc- checking scores when I can find reception at work. But there was never Bucky like for there. a moment in that game that Alabama was really in trouble. Missouri currently just took the lead over Tennessee, 65-64, with four minutes left in this game. Somebody who has Mizzou plus five and a half in a parlay, feeling good. Yep, I have a live – I bet him live money line, so I'm kind of stressing the end of that one out. Later on today, even – the spread is even. Arkansas and Texas A&M. Connor, is it time – we've been saying it. We need to accept the fact that Texas A&M is a good basketball team. Can See, you? I forgot about that when I bet Arkansas money line minus one hundred five. Yeah, I again, like I talked about, I think Arkansas is the more talented team. I do too. The matchup between Wade Taylor and Nick Smith is going to be fun. Yes, because that's the two best point guards in the SEC by a large margin. Um, Vanderbilt is an eight point dog to Kentucky. Connor, I think I think Vanderbilt can win this basketball game. I don't think they do. But I think they can't. Well, that's why I'm on the uh, – sucks again getting a bad line. I got it at seven and a half. But I think I think this Vandy team – like, didn't they just beat – They did just beat Kentucky. At, in Rupp. In Rupp. But when Kentucky <sighs> is firing at all cylinders, that is a team that could be in the Final Four. Exactly. I d- <sighs> Vanderbilt is doing whatever they can to make the tournament their right – Right I'm just, there. I, I, like I said, in a parlay, I do have the spread. I just, there's something about this Vandy team in this stretch. I know you keep bringing up 
the LSU game in the regular season that yeah. they lost that could potentially keep. They them might up. be. They they would probably be right there, like one or two out. It, the only thing, it, one thing it does worry me is without Liam Robbins, if Sheikway yeah. just goes for fifty, yeah, because he was there in the Kentucky game when they wasn't the that time. the game he got hurt yes. in. So, mm. but he played the majority of that basketball game. Mm. That's one thing that will worry me. To the ACC, Duke literally <laughs> destroyed Pitt, ninety six to sixty nine. Yeah, it had them money line in a parlay, and it was like great to not even have to like check the score yeah. again. That was just an utter, utter ass kicking. Virginia kills North Carolina's uh, season. I'm still not going to say that they're out of the tournament just because they're North Carolina. They have no business being in the tournament. But, but would it shock me if they, they love ratings? If they want to put them in, it wouldn't. But that'd be a travesty if they got in. That's that team is not good. They had one quad win all one win all year. You know the funny thing about that game too is if they would have beat Virginia, they would have had one quad win still, because Virginia would have dropped out oh, of the really? top thirty and oh, no Jesus. longer made it a quad one win. Kind of like how Ohio, their Ohio State win kind of dropped them. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's coming back. <laughs> At this point, yeah. Miami takes care of business against Wake Forest. Fun, fun Wake Forest team. Unfortunately, they're just not good enough to get in. Uh, Tyree Appleby's amazing. Yes. He went for 24 points. Unfortunately, just not enough. And then Clemson just continues to have NC State by the throat, beat him 80, 80 to 54. I don't know how. how the, that's like the one good team in the ACC that Clemson knows how to beat. Everybody yep. else, they lose. Well, and then, like, on the flip side, like, that's the one team in the ACC that NC State can't fucking beat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so weird. Both games tonight are three points or lower spreads here. Duke opens up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Miami. Hart tells me Duke. Dude, this Duke team's been rolling, 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 but I'm pretty sure Miami got them both times this season, in the regular uh, season. I want to say they did. I'll- I know at, when it was at Miami, it was an utter blowout. No, they did. They lost at Duke. So they did split. Oh, yeah, but it was still a close game. Yep, they lost by two. But also, that was very early for Duke, and like that was before Duke started hitting their stride. But that's the weird thing. The game in Miami was when we were kind of like, this Duke team's a little bit different. And that was like kind of a come-down-to-earth moment for Duke, but they've continued to rise since. If I'm looking anywhere at this game, I'm looking at the over. It's 145. Oh, that's actually a great idea. One thing that does worry me is if Shire decides because he doesn't want to run, if he doesn't want to run and gun with Jim Laranega in Miami and kind of wants to slow it down and get them off their game. But 145 seems low to me. I think that game's played up in the 150s. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure even though it was a blowout, like Miami got in the high 70s, right? When they beat Duke the first time. No, I'm saying, no, the first time, I'm pretty sure it was like 70 to 60-something. The first game was 68-66. The second time was 81 to 59. Yeah. So that played in the 140s. But I do think this is going to be a lot more competitive of a basketball game tonight. So Clemson plays Virginia. Spread is three. I'm not touching it. Don't trust either one of these teams. Nope. Hart tells me Virginia. Yeah, Hart tells me Virginia money line. That's yeah. about it. And I can just eat the freaking juice on it, but I have no no interest in taking anything on the number. In the Pac twelve, I didn't even I didn't stay up and watch it, I'll have to admit it. Arizona State beats USC, putting them onto the right side of the bracket. 
A win tonight against Arizona would be huge, though, because of the bid-stealing possibilities still. Yeah, I'm, if we're going to talk about that game, Arizona-Arizona State, I'm sitting on Arizona State plus 7.5. I can't. I, this team, I don't know what it is these last couple games. They have been having so The Cambridge much brothers fun. are a fun, fun little group there. You know what's crazy, too, is um, – God, I can't remember his name now. I'm, it's slipping me. Oh, yeah, a lot, just seeing Alonzo Gaffney out yeah, there. Yeah, Gaffney, yeah, that was very eye-opening to me. Like, oh, fuck, I forgot he's still yeah, playing. Yeah, he was like a top 30 recruit and just yeah, never, yeah. for some he reason, ne- never clicked. Yeah, it, yeah, didn't click at Ohio State, and he transfers to Arizona State. Oregon's on the right side, or inching closer to the right side of the bracket. They took care of Washington State, 75-70. Probably still going to have to win the Pac-12 tournament. Tonight, they take on UCLA. Spread is five. Uh, lay it. <laughs> I think you lay it. Um, without Jalen Clark, UCLA still looked okay against Colorado. Them playing close games doesn't really worry me because that's just kind of how they play. They muck yeah, things honestly, up. They make like, it nasty. We saw the first Colorado game. Like I understand that was in Boulder, but Colorado kept it close. And Again, Colorado kept it kind of close against UCLA, but they were able to pull away. You already kind of talked about your seven and a half there. I kind of on the right side with you with Arizona State. More of just that team playing a lot better, and I don't trust Arizona exactly. Yeah. Um, Wait, was I thought I saw something about Kerr being hurt? I think if he is, I completely missed that. So that's something if you want to look that up and see, that would be nice to know. Um, Go to CUSA. UAB just took care of North Texas, advancing to the Conference USA final. They will take on Florida Atlantic. FAU is the better basketball team. UAB has the better player in that game. I don't know where I would lean on this one, but I want, I want, what? Uh, sorry, no, something unrelated to college okay. sports. I really want. UAB to win this basketball game. Florida Atlantic has clinched a spot into the tie, into the tournament. If UAB wins, it'll steal a bid, and we can get two CUSA teams into the field, which uh, would be awesome. UAB just won. Yep. I just saw oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, they're good and cemented in there. Come on, Mizzou. Mizzou up I know. one. Oh, my God. With time running out here. Do you want to pause no. this? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, if we could. I kind of want to watch the end. Yeah, let's pause the end. Pause we will it. be right back. And we are back. The Missouri Tigers have defeated the Tennessee Volunteers. Let's fucking go. The parlay is alive. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Pissed now that I didn't take money line again, like my gut said. Like I told you, do not do not let me bet on Missouri to beat Alabama. I have no control because over I for what you do. All right, so obviously we don't have any games for tomorrow, like any lines for anything because we don't know who's all in there. There's a couple, like – the American East Finals tomorrow and the Ivy League tomorrow. But anyways, anything for tonight, Connor? I have one, two, three. I've already talked about one. And I do have one for Saturday, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, games. we do have some lines for Saturday. Well, yeah, I know. There's a couple I, that I, I was talking about. but Oh, it's six and a half. For the Ohio State game? Yeah. That's actually, that's not too bad. Date minus five and a half. Um. I mean, I kind of went over all of my picks, like Arkansas money line, Indiana minus two, Arizona State plus seven and a half, Creighton minus three and a half, and 
I ended up listening to you because I love overs and I do like Duke in Miami. So over that was just something I kind of looked at, but yeah, and I bet it. But yeah, we kind of <laughs> talked. Okay, we talked about the Creighton one for me. I'm taking U, uh, UC Santa Barbara tonight over Riverside. Riverside actually won both games in the regular season, but Santa Barbara has been playing super, super well as of late. Um, between Andre Kelly and uh, DJ Mitchell, like their backcourt is pretty cemented. They have some high major guys that played on there. Riverside's feisty, but I'm going to take the points with or lay the points there with Santa Barbara. Plus, they're in my 17 parlay of winning their conference tournament. So I'm four down, so I'm definitely going to need that. Why is it? Okay, so now the Indiana line has dropped to one and a half. Why is it going in that direction? People like Maryland, man. They're not I don't home. know why. They're a good basketball team, Ugh. but we've never we have. Are they? They're good. They're not in College Park. Remember that. I know that. But when they're firing at all cylinders, they're one of the three best teams. No, I know. Probably. I have. I have. But yet, doubt again, problems with a lot of teams. But we haven't seen them do it away from College Park. So I think there's and obviously Maryland was one of the new newer teams in the Big Ten. So not really. Maryland's not really that close to Chicago. No. So like I I have reasons to doubt Maryland a lot when they're not playing at home. Whenever they're at home, they're unbeatable. Yeah. But again, they're not there. Um Mac tournament. I'm taking Kansas or Kent State minus one and a half. I'll just lay the money line though against Akron tonight. Sincere Carey is the best player in the game. They split during the regular season. Both teams won at home. And Kent State's been balling as of late. We've all wanted this year to be Toledo and Kent in the Mac final. And I think that we're at, we're going to get it. Um, at least I freaking hope so. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, for the American East title, I know Vermont has won this conference year in and year out. I'm not basing it off a number. I'm just throwing a low single unit bet. I'm taking UMass Moneyline at plus 185. They have, I think they split during the regular season. UMass Lyle was, I can't remember, I think like 16 and 4 in the regular season. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm back on FanDuel. What the fuck? No, oh, that's good. I just, all right. Uh, so I had a little bit of issue with FanDuel where they like locked my account for a, literally a week. Last Friday, I was placing bets on there. And then when I got home, my FanDuel account was working. Now I just tried to log in because they, Bothered to send me an email about uh, refer a friend in Massachusetts. Too bad, but uh, too bad Jr. doesn't live in Boston. We could oh, yeah. fucking refer him and get money. But now all of a sudden my FanDuel accounts uh, working. Hold on. Huh? Oh, the World Roberts futures there. It's still We're there. alive, buddy. Let's go. That's not. That's awesome. But yeah, I I wouldn't really look at the spread. I'm just I'm just taking a flyer, and I think they can't win that game. Give me plus 185. It's probably going to go up to 200 because everybody and their mom's going to bet for or Vermont. I think they can win the game. I don't predict them to win the game, but if I'm throwing a low unit on a two to one, I'm gonna take it. And then in the Ivy, if you want a quick preview for that, because we do have lines for that, I'm not looking at spreads or anything. I think Yale beats Cornell. Princeton's going to be Penn, and then just like last year, Yale's going to be Princeton in the Ivy League title game. That's all I got, buddy. I mean, I, for you? I already went over my picks. Awesome. Well, good luck to everybody this weekend. Monday, we will have a bracket, and we will be picking every single game all the way to a Get champion. Get ready, people. It's, it's almost here. 
I'm um, so ready to have these days off. So that's off. Monday, and then Wednesday is going to be picks for the opening weekend, and then we'll be also back Saturday. Yeah, be prepared for Saturday. Yep. Uh, turn the volume up all the way because our horse, our our fucking voice is. Yeah, and I'm off. literally just coming off a of sickness where I lost my voice, so it's yeah. gonna be tough. Yeah. All right, we're out of here. Peace.